Hey guys and girls, welcome, welcome to, to Single to Sealed. I'm Jerry, your host, and here with me is my co-host and wife, Brianna. As members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we have dedicated this podcast to helping fellow Christians navigate the treacherous waters of dating all the way to the winding roads of marriage. All are welcome in our podcast family, and we are so excited to have you here with us. Be sure to subscribe, follow, or favorite. Let's talk. Hello? Hello. Is it working? Um, I think so. Can you guys hear us all right? If you can hear me, give me a thumbs up. Wait, that was dumb. (laughs) I know that was dumb, and I've always wanted to say that. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another podcast of Single to Sealed. How the heck are you? We are so excited to be here with you guys for the part two of our chivalry episodes. Today we are talking directly to the women and we're going to break down some aspects of chivalry and some places where us as women, we can improve on accepting chivalry and encouraging chivalry. So we're excited to break down this episode today with you guys. The podcast has been doing amazing. Thanks so much, everybody, for your continued support. As you know, We do this for you, and so we're so happy that people are receiving it well. We've reached another milestone of 3,000 listens. That's pretty incredible, and we've only been doing this for about a month. So that is so awesome. Thanks so much for your support and your shares, and we're excited to continue with this content. You guys can continue to show your support by making sure that you're interacting with us on Instagram and continuing to share with us your thoughts and feelings and ideas that you have for future podcasts to come. You can also further support us by donating to our tip jar so we can continue to bring you guys amazing content. And don't forget to leave us a positive review on Apple Podcasts if that's where you're listening to it on. Every review means so much to us. Okay, ready to dive in, Jerry? Let's do it. (laughs) So to start us off today, what do girls need to know about chivalry? What do Jerry and I want to get across to you guys? The most important thing we want you to understand about chivalry as women is that chivalry isn't a list or checklist of actions that need to be fulfilled in order to meet a certain requirement. Chivalry isn't just a set of acts, but chivalry is actually a general character of a man. A chivalrous gentleman is essential for a successful dating period and relationship, but specified chivalrous acts are not essential. Opening the door, walking on the outside of you as you walk down the sidewalk, you know, helping you into your seat at dinner, those are not necessary actions to be a chivalrous man. Four of the key words used to describe chivalry in the dictionary are gallantry, valor, honor, and courtesy. And we want to break down the first two descriptive words here with you guys for a brief moment on this podcast. So the first word that we're going to break down here is valor. And the definition we have for valor is strength of mind and spirit. So to me, that kind of means that we're persevering through things that are hard. We're able to overcome. And that also applies not just to us in our temporal being, but to our spiritual being, allowing us through faith to overcome the hardships that we have maybe in our testimonies as well. Someone that can persevere to the end with us, that can fight alongside us in not only our emotional and physical battles, but also our spiritual battles and really bring us to the eternities, be our eternal companion. Gallantry is polite attention or respect or courageous behavior. So courageous behavior kind of ties back into gallantry, but I want to focus on the polite attention and respect. 
So like we said, specific acts do not mean a chivalrous gentleman, but little things like noticing when you're not feeling well and helping you, noticing when you're uncomfortable in a situation and helping remove you from that situation, something as simple as a forehead kiss, or something as simple as helping you (laughs) tie your shoes. I don't know, little things like that can be chivalrous acts and can show how chivalrous a man is. So it doesn't need to meet these certain requirements of this checklist that we have somehow come up with as a society. It means thinking outside the box. So in summary, where do your priorities lie as a woman? Because if you are looking for a truly chivalrous gentleman, you might be missing the mark. And when we say missing the mark, obviously we want you to find someone who's chivalrous, but it's what you're looking for as the definition of chivalry that we think may need to change. So the first mindset shift that we believe needs to occur is this. Chivalry is an outward expression of how a guy feels towards a girl. Let me say that again. Chivalry is an outward expression of how a guy feels towards a girl. So girls should be gracious and they should accept when guys are being chivalrous. And guys are just fulfilling their roles in the proclamation to the world. And in one of those roles is to provide and to preside and to protect. And so they're just doing their best to accomplish that goal in majority of situations. Chivalry is not made to oppress women. And I know with this new wave of women's rights, everyone thinks that women can be exactly who they want to be. And, you know, we're better than men, or at least we're equal to men is what they say. And so they fight for these rights to be equal to men in everything. And they don't want to accept these acts of service that men are attempting to give us. But we want to reiterate that chivalry isn't about you as a woman. It's about the guy. And I know this is kind of new information because I never heard this before, but Jerry and I were discussing chivalry and we just realized chivalry isn't about the women, it's about the men. And why, you might ask? Because it's not about what a woman can or can't do. It's not about whether you can open the car door yourself or whether you can pick up all the chairs yourself or whether you can pull out your own chair and sit down or (laughs) tie your own shoes. It's about what the guy can do for you. And what the guy wants to do for you. Like Jerry said, guys are showing how they feel for you, that respect they feel for you, that awe they feel for you, that love and desire to serve you and cherish you. That is what chivalry is. And that is why they do these acts of service and desire to do these acts of service for you because it's about them showing how they feel about you. Now, with that being said, we still understand that people reserve the right to feel however they want about these acts. And so if you listen to our previous podcast with Chivalry with the Men, and we gave them the advice to say, it's best that you be a chivalrous individual to the best of your abilities. And if there's certain acts or certain things that a girl isn't comfortable with, you should you should find that out. And so in the like manner, girls shouldn't expect guys to just do specific chivalrous actions by nature or specific things on a checklist that you were expecting. So a perfect example of this is back when I was in college, I had a friend who wanted to go on a date with a girl. So he goes to the goes to the door, picks up this girl, they walk back to their car, and he doesn't open the car door for her. He walks over to his driver's side, and the girl just stands out there and stares in the window. So he gets in, and he sits down, and he's just like, it's open. 
and she's just looking in the window. What the heck? Yeah, that's awkward, and I don't think it's right. Just like we always talk about, unvoiced expectations always lead to resentment. And so like we've already spoken about, you can't expect chivalry to just be a checklist of specific actions. So if you expect certain actions from your date or from your partner, you need to voice those expectations. And like Jerry said, you can't just expect it to happen on the first date, everything how you want it. Now, if you are that specific girl, it's totally fine if she wants her door always open for her. But she needs to make sure she tells her date that and tells her boyfriend that, that that's what she expects so that he can live up to that expectation. And if he truly cares for you and he really wants to be with you, he will happily do those things for you. Now, also, in the same aspect, there's nothing wrong with being a girl that doesn't want your door open for you. I'm kind of one of those girls, like we talked about. (laughs) I don't want to stand waiting out in the cold for my husband to run around and open doors for me. I prefer to do it myself. Also, if you're a girl who just likes power to the women and wants to do things herself, that's totally fine as well. I'm sure your boyfriend or husband can come up with plenty of ways that he can serve you and other chivalrous aspects. Exactly, and the focus there is on the service. We do not want to deny the other person who's our potential spouse opportunities to serve because that's what we do, especially as Christians. Like, we're taught to serve and that we find ourselves when we lose ourselves in the cause of others. That's one of the greatest ways that we show affection. We can't always limit everything that a guy wants to do. Otherwise, why would a, why would a guy want to be with you? <laughs> <laughs> if, 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 in effect, a guy just becomes a slave and has to wait on hand and foot, you know, where, where, is, the, where is the line? And so we have to be able to be open to acts of service. And I know, again, there may be stipulations and certain things that some women may not particularly want to have done, and that's okay. Guys, you also need to respect that and remember that there are plenty of other things that you can do to serve and make her happy. Now, in the old chivalry guidelines and rules, you could say back in the olden days, the lady of the knight's job was to acknowledge the good and virtuous works that were being done by the knight to praise him for being brave, just, and courteous. It says that she was responsible for maintaining and promoting the ideals of chivalry. I think that last line is really important because as women, it is our job to also let the guys know that we appreciate the acts of service they're doing for us, that we help them know that we appreciate them being courteous and kind and serving us as women. The last line says it's our responsibility to maintain and promote the ideals of chivalry, which means that men will live up to the standards we give them and we ask of them. And if we don't ask anything of them, then we will lose this whole idea of chivalry. So if chivalry is dead, whose fault is it? The women's. It is our fault as women if men stop being chivalrous. So we must demand what we want. If we want a man who is chivalrous, we need to ask that of the men we date. And in that lies the key because... You don't want to have a guy who's not going to be willing to meet those expectations that you have. So you want those expectations to be realistic. But if you have certain goals and expectations that you have for a guy, you lay them out there and he's like, uh, all right, or, uh, okay, and then never does them. That's just a type. That's just a sign of of what's to come. That someone already isn't willing to give you what you need in order to have a successful relationship to you. 
So in summary, chivalry is not a checklist. It is not a certain list of actions that need to be completed in order to be a chivalrous man. It is not a checklist of things you need to look for as a woman that, oh, he holds the door open, check. Oh, he pulled my chair out, check. Oh, he gave me his jacket when I was cold, check. <laughs> That's not how it works. But you do need to look out for a man who is gallant, who has valor, who's honorable and courteous, and really seek out the attributes of a chivalrous man. Pray about it. Ask God, what are the attributes you need to seek to find a man who is chivalrous and a man of God? A man would love to have a lot of those qualities be displayed in the woman that they're dating as well. Like, this man isn't just going to be all super nice and kind and full of service, and then the girl doesn't do it back. So, in the like manner, if a guy is doing all these things to help a girl feel happy and appreciated and there's none of that being reciprocated, then where's the give and take? Like, where's the, we are trying to be an equal partnership? And that's something that you're trying to cultivate with the idea that a girl gives some, a guy gives some as an equal investment into relationship. That way, you're not setting yourself up for something where it's always one-sided, and that will create resentment. So today's form of chivalry is all about service from both sides and all about being gracious and accepting of the service that your significant other, the man in the relationship, wants to give you as well. And to realize that his acts of chivalry that he is trying to give to you are about him professing that love and adoration he has for you, that real respect. And allow your man to fulfill his roles of providing and protecting you as the gentleman in your life. And also, don't expect it without discussion. Don't expect him to know exactly what you want. Don't expect him to read your mind about how you want to be treated down to the T. Have an open conversation. And finally, watch for red flags. Don't watch for a lack of a specific chivalrous action. And red flags would be like Jerry talked about, where he said if you ask for something to be done, like your door to be held open for you, and he gives you lots of attitude or rolls his eyes or says that he doesn't want to do that for you. That would be a red flag. And those are more important things to watch out for. Another red flag would be when a guy comes to pick you up for one of your first or second or third dates or whatever date it is, and he starts blowing his horn from the sidewalk. That's just rude. That doesn't have anything to do with whether or not he walked up to your door because that's one of the chivalrous specified actions that people expect. Like, who just, how is that respectful to roll up to someone's door and be like, beep, beep, babe, get in. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the same goes for how he treats his waiter or how he treats his mom. We go on and on about red flags. But the point of the matter is look for the good and also keep an eye out for the bad, but mostly look for the good in the general character of the men you are dating. These chivalrous ideas and qualities are something that will expand an entire relationship. This isn't something that just takes place in the dating phase. And so if you are categorizing to specific actions, there's a lot of things that guys will do in the, in the moment, in the beginning of a relationship to get your attention. But watch how quickly those things will dwindle, you know, over time as your relationship becomes more normalized and they feel like they've already won you over, so to say. And so Look for ways that people will continue to serve you with those ideals. So that's going to wrap up today's episode. 
Thanks again for tuning in, and we hope this brings better clarity to the word chivalry in this two-part series, and that the men have learned something, and the wonderful women of the podcast have learned something as well. We hope that you guys take all the things that we say with love. We don't want to offend anybody, but we know that there are things that we can say that somebody might go, oh no, that's not right. And so if you disagree with us, that's okay. You can even tell us how you disagree with us. On Instagram. <laughs> and we'd love to talk with you about it because this is an open place, a safe place where people are allowed to have their own feelings and thoughts. And we know that what we say is not the law, though I wish I could write something that would make you guys all follow everything I said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sounds like a plan for the pre-mortal existence. <laughs> D- dating dictator Jerry... So again, thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts. We're very grateful to be reaching this milestone again with you. And we look forward to continue to see those numbers rise because we know that you're along with us. If you enjoy Single to Sealed, be sure to invite your friends to help our podcast family grow. If you haven't subscribed, followed, or favorited, be sure you do so you don't miss out on any of our great content. Thank you for joining us today as we help you move one step closer to sealing the deal. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.